Hey, this is Katie. Just in case you're not listening to these in order, this is our very, very first episode, so bear with us. Um, But in this episode, I'm talking to Lisa McCary Freeman about how to use instructor feedback. Enjoy. Okay. I don't know how to start this, though. I know. (laughs) How, like, serious are we? Like, am I supposed to be like, hey, I'm Katie, and this is the whatever, whatever. <laughs> what, are, what are you, like, tentatively titling this? My newest one, I keep going back and forth, but uh, writability is my newest one. Yeah, I like that, writability. It feels it feels right. Um, also, like, every podcast name about writing is already taken, so <laughs> the writability sounds fun. Should I do, like, a little intro? So like, Yeah, so let's start with intros. I can, should I start with me? Yeah, maybe. Sure, and then sure. you. So I am Katie Bavarian. I teach English at COS. This is my fourth year at COS and mostly teach English 1 and 301 with an occasional literature class thrown in. And yeah, that's pretty much what I am do as a teacher. Lisa Carey Freeman. I teach English over at the Hanford campus primarily, teaching English 1, 301. I throw in the logic course now and then as well, but I've known you all the way back to like, I think like 2013 in grad school. So we've kind of chartered this course all the way through up into... US. And I feel like I just followed and did whatever you did like a year behind you for a lot of, of my life. Like you were sort of a role model. Like what is Lisa doing? I was just talking to my husband about like how I like yours was one of the theses for grad school that I had checked out of the library so I could just do what you did. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yeah. So today what we're going to be talking about is using instructor feedback. Both me and Lisa give feedback on essays and most of your English instructors do. And we're just going to talk about like our intents behind that feedback and what you should do with that feedback and Mm -hmm. how you should feel about that feedback and yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, Lisa, I actually have a first question for you and it's something that I ask my students. So you ready for it? So when we start talking about feedback, when I have face-to-face classes, one of the first things I ask is, Um, Do you have any story or like experience of traumatic feedback, like anything super negative that haunts you? Which is a weird question to ask a class, but I end up telling them my stories. So it's a nice moment. I I do actually. Yeah. Well, obviously there's like all the red pen moments from when I was Mm -hmm. in high school and I would get all the red pen marks and stuff like that. And my mom used to always check my papers too. And she used to always do that as well. I don't know why the tendency is to always grab a colored pen, but she did the same thing always like marking stuff up. But in grad school in particular, you know, being someone who is supposed to be pretty good at writing, going into a master's degree for English, I did get some pretty harsh feedback from my thesis advisor. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it really didn't have any rationale for what was wrong. It was just an outright like, this is wrong, or this is bad, or this is terrible, or something that gave me no course to like fix it. Right. And so it just made me feeling, you know, I just felt terrible about my writing at one point. And I think I probably just quit for like six months and then I eventually came back to it. That's so sad and kind of funny because mine is grad school too. And hopefully it's not the same instructor. They, they just tear us down. This is not an excuse not to go to grad school, by the way, but maybe. But I think we probably both learned a lot about how, and not everyone, not of our grad school teachers, but from some of them, there was that, you know, we're going to wear you down to see if you can make it through kind of mentality that I think we both don't teach with now. Yeah. Right. 
like that whole like you have to be able to like withstand this I don't know. I think there was even one part of this important project I was writing where they were, they kept saying like, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And then I graduated and they were like, well, you still did this wrong, but we let you pass. And I was like, <laughs> but why didn't you help me? Like kind of this embarrassing thing now that I look back and I'm like, well, don't read that chapter because apparently I did something wrong. And to this day, I'm still like, I don't really know. <laughs> mine mine was okay so mine was similar um like right after you in grad school they added a right I don't think you had to do it like writing oh, exam yes yes and I it was a writing exam that I didn't hear anything about until they were just like last minute submit a longish research paper from a class so I was like okay I'll do that so I just it's like okay just a formality I'd pretty much done pretty well in English before that and I submitted it and I got it back finals week and mind you this was like my first it was my first year teaching writing. It was, you know, my first year of grad school and I wasn't completely comfortable yet, but I had submitted a paper that I had gotten an A in a class on with a teacher that didn't normally give A's. And I got this feedback at, back finals week while I was trying to write other papers. And it was so mean all the way through. They even had like a list of sources I should have used. Like you should have used this. And I remember some of it, like they said stuff like this reads like an undergrad historical research paper without a thesis or something like that, where I was like, what? Like I have an argument here. I found out later I was never supposed to see that feedback because it was a blind reading. The people who'd blind read it, that they would just tell me it didn't pass, that I, I wouldn't see their reasoning. So it was like only supposed to go to other people. And I also almost quit grad school because of it. Um, if not for a couple friends and a couple like advisors, professors who had my back, I don't know what would have happened because it was, it was not good. And then, but by the time I graduated, like I got nominated for the outstanding thesis award yeah. and I'm just like, I, like, can I write or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, but it was a good lesson for me of like how subjective it can be. Right. Yeah. Like depending on what instructor looks at your paper, some might give it an A and some might tell you that you're a complete failure. Right. So it just depends. And something I try to keep in mind when giving feedback to my own students, assessing or grading their work. Mm-hmm. Same. Me too. Yeah. You want me to keep asking a question? Yeah, yeah. No, this is good. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about like, what kind of feedback do you give students? Like, what's your goal when you're writing on students' papers? How do you give it to them? What kind of feedback do you give students? Okay. That's a good question. And now we've switched to completely online. So I'm thinking like, first of all, how how I give feedback and like, you know, it's multimodal. So like sometimes it's in the classroom and we're doing practice thesis statements and we're going around and we're giving on the fly kind of feedback, which is lovely. But now it's all, you know, online. So I'm doing a lot of, you know, obviously comments on papers online and then doing some optional Zoom sessions where I'll put students' papers up on Zoom and we'll talk about them that way. But I guess like my ultimate goal when I give feedback is I try and just think about, you know, obviously the purpose of the assignment and if they're meeting the assignment and we always have a rubric or a feedback sheet that I'm following and that they're following. And also when I give feedback, it's kind of like the Fresno State, what's that like play by play uh, mm. type of feedback? It's like what you're reading, like a reader kind of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like your reaction. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm always 
like trying to think about like what is coming across on the page and how I'm reading it. But I'm always trying to like make sure that I'm not also giving my opinion about how they're saying something. I don't want to force like what you were saying with your example, Mm. like they wanted you to say something the way they wanted to say it. They wanted their sources the way they thought you should have written the paper. Whereas for me, I just take it as they did it, right? Like I trust them that they know what they're saying. I think that's one thing too, is like I trust that the student actually knows what they're talking about because I believe that they do. It's just sometimes it's hard to really get that across onto the page, right? I always tell my students, you have to take that kind of thought bubble that's always going off in your head that doesn't always make it onto the page and really like transfer that. Anyways, but so feedback, I give a lot of, I ask a lot of questions. If I don't understand something, I try and say like, you know, were you trying to say this? You know, can you clarify what you were trying to say here? I offer suggestions to different resources if I see that they're maybe struggling with something like nagging in-text citations, right? Like show them resources for that too. But I give a lot of feedback, but I try not to overwhelm with, you know, really formal kinds of feedback. So like, I don't really talk about grammar too much unless I see patterns. Yeah. And I'm assuming you're like me where you give more feedback on like rough drafts and like process than you do on the final draft. Yeah, definitely. I remember that happening to me in school sometimes, like on the final draft, they'd be like, you should have fixed the sentence. And I'm like, well, it's too late now. I have a final grade. So I always try to do it before then. Yeah. Yeah. I think like I was like writing notes as you were talking because there was some (laughs) stuff that I found uh, really interesting that I, I don't know, talking about mine, I think that we definitely have some similarities. I think the first point you made that like you give feedback in more than just what you write on their papers, I think that's really important. Um, I know when I was a student, to me, the only feedback that I thought was feedback was the stuff they wrote on my papers. Like I didn't realize that the activities we did in class or the like for online classes, the extra videos I make and stuff, like often those are in reaction to the things I'm seeing Mm -hmm. in what I'm reading. And when you see something that's over a whole class, instead of just being like, oh, I'm going to write this on every paper. Like we do activities about it, right? Um, And I think like that to me is really important. And also the stuff you're saying about like not wanting to force a narrative on them, not wanting to force them to write like your ideal paper. That's one of the things I'm always like, I don't want it to be my ideal paper. I personally have been like continuing to play with audio feedback recently and really enjoying it for paper drafts. So instead of writing notes on it, I I talk and make students listen to me uh, much like this. How do they respond to that? So I've been doing polls afterwards and I would say most of the time, two thirds of them like it better. And then a third of them don't, but like those students want me to give them a list of the things they should fix, which I'm not going to do anyway. Because I think like a lot of times when you're fixing stuff, there's multiple ways to fix it, right? Like if there's a paragraph or something that seems like it's in the wrong place when I'm reading, like Mm -hmm. I don't want to just be like, move this paragraph because there's other things you could do. You could like be clear to tie it back into it belonging right there. Um, or you, maybe it's supposed to be broken up or maybe it is supposed to be moved, but there's different places you can move it. So I try not to be like, like this is the way you need to do it because ultimately writing's choices, right? And there's different choices that like have different effects. But yeah, the reason I've been doing audio feedback too is there's this moment I always think about when I'm giving feedback. It was one of my first semesters teaching and I had a student who came back to class and was like, 
Katie, can we talk about what you wrote on my paper? You said it was weird. And I was like, I would never call your paper weird. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? What did I write? And she was an English language learner. And I had written like what in my head sounded like, this is really interesting. And she had read it like, this is interesting. Like she had a negative connotation yeah. to the word interesting. Oh, yeah. And I was like, especially for our students who have had such like bad experiences with feedback from teachers who have torn stuff apart for no reason from teachers, like from, you know, experiences like for students like second language learners where they just got stuff torn apart over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like even in, when our feedback's like well-intentioned, sometimes it's not read like that. Yeah. And I think that's really an important thing that I try to remember and audio feedback helps in that. I've had students be like, hey, like I listened and then I kept working. And I was like, yes, oh, that's good. Thank you. And then so pretty much I force it on them for the first paper. And then after that, I let them choose. So if they pre prefer written, I give them written because I think, and this is a thing that I know we'll probably talk about maybe right now, but like, I'd like to think of my role more like a coach, right? Like I want to make my students be better and students know what works for them so I like let them do that I was yeah. just thinking the whole time you were talking about this audio and like the best kind of feedback I think one of my most favorite kinds of feedback to give is in person right like especially like when we were tutoring in the past but then also like when students come to my office or even after class or before class and we sit and like, here's a draft I'm working on. Can you go over this with me? And the student sits next to me. I either read parts of it out loud or read it to myself and like stop at moments and sort of just talk about like, okay, well, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I'm hearing. And then having that dialogue with the student. I wish there was, this would be super time consuming, but I wish there was a way that I could do that for every rough draft, like talk to a student about their rough draft the first like conferences like, yeah like oh my god that would take forever but like that's the most ideal kind of feedback right because sometimes you get bogged down especially in a full semester with four classes and you're reading all these drafts and it feels like you're in this like bubble of your own individual feedback right and you don't have mm -hmm. the interaction with the student and maybe it's like five days after you give feedback where the student actually looks at it and that time there's so much invested in that time, right? And so, I don't know. Well, and, like, you don't know their intentions, too. Like, I love yeah. when, like, I come across something in writing, and I'll, sometimes I'll be like, what are they trying to do here? Why did they choose to start like this? Or whatever. And then I'll talk to them about it, and it will make complete sense. Yeah. So instead of me just being like, hey, you probably shouldn't do this, they'll tell me their intentions. I'll be like, oh, okay, you can do this. Try this and this and this, and it'll help make that thing more effective. Right. Yeah. And I, I feel like your talk just now was a really good plug for office hours or student hours or yes. whatever people are calling them to. It's good for students to remember that you can come and talk to you and you enjoy that, right? Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of students feel like they're like imposing when they come to our office hours, but we're literally getting paid to sit there and wait for you to come ask us questions. So come and we'll help you in those ways, in those conversational ways. Also writing center will do the same. Yes. Yeah. I was just thinking like, I'm almost considering now offering extra credit for every single visit with me or the writing center for like drafts, because like that kind of feedback is so critical. Yeah. The dialogue kind of feedback, not just the instructor to student one way kind of feedback. Yeah. And I think like the other thing is I think the what we're saying, like that dialogue, that conversation is really important when we think about feedback. Like for us, it's really it's not for me about grading. Like I really my goal is to help you become better writers, right? Mm -hmm. Like and so the feedback is there. Um and like not to like tell you what's wrong. Like sometimes we use the word formative, like it's there to like 
make you be a better writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, if you take it as that, instead of internalizing it as, oh, I did this wrong or this wrong, like, oh no, these are the ways I can improve. I think it also, it helps. Yeah. And I, I was just thinking over in my summer class right now, I've actually started having students like write a kind of like reflection or revision plan after their rough draft and their workshop. And one of the first questions is what kind of feedback did you get? So that they Mm -hmm. have to sort of say like, here's what I got from my comments and then kind of reflect on that. So even if we can't like talk about it, I can see like, oh, here's what they took away from it. Here's what questions they had. Here's maybe where they clarified something that I was confused with. And that can kind of open up that dialogue that maybe we didn't get to have face to face. So That's great. I think that's uh, like figuring out ways to talk about and make sure like there's an understanding about that feedback is important. Yeah. Like the weird comment or the interesting comment, like. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, one of the ones that I do sometimes, like I'll show students like examples of feedback and I'll be like, okay, what would you do with this one? What would you do with this one? And I took that like, this sentence is awkward, which I don't write, but I know teachers write awk or this sentence (laughs) is awkward. And I asked my students, like, if you got this comment, what would you do with it? And like, I think when teachers write that, they intend for the students to like fix the sentence, right? The goal is to fix it. And I have had classes full of students just be like, I delete it. And I'm like, no, like that's not our goal. But I think that kind of stuff is interesting. The same with, you mentioned that you like write a lot of questions. When you write questions on a student's paper, what do you expect them to do with those questions? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. But question of a question. I guess I, uh, a lot of them is like clarification. Like, are you trying Mm. to say this or like, it's me trying to kind of think out a part that maybe that I didn't understand, but it also could be like structural or maybe about organization. Like, Hey, you talked about this in the last paragraph. Like, would you want to move this idea up with that one or something like that? Like, you know, not trying to force them and say like, you put this here and they must (laughs) must move this here. Like, I never have things like that, but, you know, I'm always trying to say like, well, it's kind of like you're doing this. So maybe try to do this. No, I feel the same way. I see the reason I ask that is I've definitely seen students like while tutoring and stuff who will just like plug in the answer to a question right there where it was put on an essay. And I'm like, not my intent. Yeah. (laughs) So sometimes students will just be like, I'm answering right here. And I'm like, no, like this is a thing you should be thinking about. Maybe it's another paragraph. Maybe it's like an idea for yeah. like, have you thought about this as one of your points? Yeah. And I don't know. I've been trying to like make that clear that I don't mean like on this sentence. I mean, just generally, this is a thing that I'm thinking about at this point of your essay. Yes. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to like think about all of those things. And the other thing, like if like for students, if you have feedback that you don't understand please just ask about it, right? Like that's one thing that like I try to remind my students is like, I am not perfect. I do not give perfect feedback. Like I screw up. I say weird things. I grade tired and like, you know, I often have like kitchen nightmares on when I grade and I don't know if that affects (laughs) me. (laughs) But like, let me know. And like, I will clarify and we can talk it out because like, and sometimes I miss things. Sometimes I might be like, hey, have you done this? And if I'm, you know, 15 papers in, they already have, and I just missed it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's totally important. I agree. Yeah. If students could remember one thing about feedback, like one thing you wanted to make sure they did or knew, what would you look at it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like mine would just be like, like my intention is to make you better, not to like, like my intention is always supportive, 
not like punitive. Like my intention is to help you be a better writer, not to like yell at you, but also look at it. So you know what it says. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and I mean, I know both of us like teach the, you know, performance zone, learning zone type thing too, right. From that Ted talk we love. Which um, is, uh, and- we should name it. I know I, I wrote it down uh, because I knew I was going to say it. How to get better at the things you care about, right? Eduardo Virginia. Listen to that TED Talk. It's amazing. But yeah, it's that idea of like um, the writing is not a performance, right? Like it's not something there to be like graded. We're supposed to take risks and learn, right? Like you were saying um, about writing to take that feedback and to grow with it. Like not to take it personally, just, you know, to say that like, we're trying to be as objective as possible, right? To look at all the options with the with the piece of writing. And yeah, to understand that we're just, you know, one set of eyes. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't understand our feedback, come talk to us. If you want some more feedback, go to the writing center. If you uh, can share with someone at home or with a friend. Oftentimes I tell students, like, you know, sometimes just read your paper out loud to like, your friend or your dog or someone in the house, right? Like if it makes sense to you as you're talking it out to yourself, like it's probably really good, right? And if you stumble on something that you've written yourself, like clearly someone else will stumble on it. So yeah, just make it sound like you. Well, and I think that seeking feedback is really important. Like I think sometimes students are like, oh, if I'm asking people for feedback, there must be something wrong with my writing. But like I send stuff to you and other teachers, you send stuff to me. Like your teachers are also sending stuff to each other to proofread and to give feedback on if it's important all of the time. Because having that like outside reader perspective is really, really helpful. And I think when we're giving feedback, that's our goal to be that kind of outside reader perspective. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. People, so many friends still send me things like all the time. Just like, can you read this cover letter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. My husband and I do it all the time when we send work emails, especially if they're if they're like angry or something. Like, like yeah. make sure we're not being too angry. Us <laughs> too. <laughs> I, I mean, it's an important thing to remember, though. Like, we teach writing, and yet we make other people read our read our stuff before we send it out and that feedback it's part of writing really yeah part of the writing process okay so are we done I think so I don't know I don't know how to end this I could just be like well we don't know how to end this thing so we're good (laughs) this is over listen to more things contact us if you have questions the end that's awesome